Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning. I was gonna say good morning, Angelia. She's out. Charlemagne the guy was popping. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes. And good morning, Toronto. Hey, T-Dot, what's happening? How y'all feeling this morning, man? Everybody good? Everybody good. Well, congratulations. Give a, uh, Charlemagne a round of applause and drop a bomb for Charlemagne. Because I woke up this morning. You'll yes, be seeing, thank you, God. You'll be seeing more of his black ass on television. Now, Charlemagne just did a deal. Tell us about this deal. Uh, Charlemagne will be the new host of a weekly talk show on Comedy Central. Now, what's this about? Well, you know, that, 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 it's not about me. You know, it's about my guy, uh, Chris McCarthy, who is, um, you know, uh, running everything over at uh, CBS and Viacom now. And me and him have a, a, a long relationship because he, he's the first person to offer me a TV deal, like damn near 10 years ago uh, on MTV, too. So the, the article was really about, you know, him and the fact that he did, you know, put so many of us on o over a decade ago, whether it was me or. Aquafina or Pete Davidson or, you know, Lil Duval, Andrew Schultz, like just taking chances on people, you know, people necessarily probably wouldn't have took a chance on in the TV game back in the day. So, yeah, gotcha. I, I'm saying all that to say I will be hosting a, a weekly, um, a weekly talk show on, on Comedy Central. Okay, when does it which start? Is good, which, is, which, which is a good space. Um, I, I, it'll be soon. It'll be before uh, election time. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want, I want to get going before, before, you know, November 3rd. So it'll be soon. You gotcha. Know, I, would, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to put a time date on it, but it, it will be soon. I'm. I'm actively working. We're actively building to put this thing together. But you know, just think. Um, think. Think in the vein of 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 of, of Bill Maher and John Oliver and you know John Stewart. You know, that's 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 what I'm here to bring. I think for our culture, though. Okay. Black culture. So Blackness. I'm assuming you know? everything is going to be uh, Zoom and. Socially distancing, or do we have a set? Are they going to start production again, or, or how's it working? Or, or are we still figuring it out? Well, I, I, no, I don't want to do Zoom. I'm so tired of Zoom. I'm you tired of doing both. Breakfast Club on. I'm tired of doing Breakfast Club on Zoom. Okay. You and me I'm both. I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that you know, especially in New York City, since I think New York is on what phase three now. If I'm not. They are phase three. Yeah. Correct about that. I believe so. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping that we can get back in the studio. You know, because it's not like you need a huge, huge crew. No. So if I if I look at cable news, right, and if you read the article yesterday, the show for me is gonna have a cable news uh, construct to it, a cable cable news type of format. If you've ever been, you know, to a cable news station or done a cable news show, whether it's like CNN or, well, I speak for CNN because that's why I go the most. It's not a lot of people in there. It might be like Don Lemon in there and then like two or three cameramen. Or it might be like Aaron Burnett in there, like and then like two or three cameramen. So I don't see why we couldn't do the same and be properly socially distanced from each other. Because I'm so tired of Zoom. 
It's um, it's a wrap for me in Zoom. It's a wrap for me in Zoom when it comes to meetings. It's a wrap for me in Zoom when it comes to breakfast club interviews. And I damn sure don't want to launch my uh, weekly talk show. On Zoom. Gotcha. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah. Well, it's not well let's, get, for. let's get the show cracking. Front page news. Donald Trump. Uh, it seems like Never he doesn't care, doesn't care about the coronavirus pandemic. He says he's going to open up these schools. Whether you like it or not, we'll tell you about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, as the coronavirus is spiking in so many different places, 6,000 COVID-19 patients in uh, California. Um, let's say significant rises in Ohio, Georgia, Arkansas, Arizona, Delaware, Kansas, and Oklahoma as well. Your president, Donald Trump, says uh, he will put pressure pressure on governors to reopen schools. He says we hope that most schools are going to be open and that we don't want to give people to make political statements or to do it for political reasons. They think it's going to be good for them politically, so they keep the schools closed. He said, no way. Well, first of all, you know, whether or not my child steps into a school is my decision and nobody else's. Well, me and my wife, of course. Um, but but second of all, I, I don't know who to trust because I feel as if people are politicizing coronavirus like it is an election year. You don't know who's using this to their political advantage. You don't know who's weaponizing this because please believe all these politicians care about is power over people. This is all politics. So if you see your enemy making a mistake, you damn sure don't try to intervene and you damn sure don't try to help, especially with the White House at stake in November. So I don't know what to believe. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Yeah, but when you see things like, you know, in Florida, they're saying 56 Florida hospital ICUs have hit capacity, you know, and and cases are are on a spike. You kind of got to say, you know what, maybe we should fall back a little bit. And and I understand people need to work. I understand people need money. I understand people need to figure it out. But it's also, you know, people don't want to die, you know. And I'm faced with the same problem. Like, hey, they're talking about opening school in fall. Am I going to let my kids back in school? You know, because... I'll be honest with you, you, you know, the the inter, you know the Zoom classes is pretty cool, but they're not learning as, as much as they should be. You know, let's be honest. They're not learning a lot of the things that they get from actually going to school. So I don't know if I'm, I'm going to let them go back. I don't know if it's worth it. Well, that's another thing, right? The, the, the Donald Trump said the mortality rate is the lowest, the lowest in, in the whole world. In America, it's the lowest in the whole world, but the, the, the media won't report that. Then somebody asked Dr. Fauci that yesterday, and he said, that's a false narrative not to be fooled by because there's a lot of other things that's dangerous with this virus. But I'm like, well, answer the question. Is the mortality rate low or not? Okay. Because right. if, 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 if less people are dying, dying from it, people are going to take the risk of going out because people do need to go to work. You know, yeah, people that, do want want their kids back in school. Now, I don't know about all the recreational stuff, but if the mortality rate is low, people are definitely going to take the risk of like just being able to go out there and keep food on the table. Then I was reading about this actor, you know, who they said had no underlying conditions. They said was very healthy. They said he got it and he dealt with it and he died. And, you know, he just purchased a house. He, he's married. He had a kid and he had no underlying conditions. So you don't know how this virus will affect your body. You, we just don't know. There's no way to determine that. Who's the actor? So I can avoid that story. Because a story like that going to make my anxiety go through the roof. Who's that? I can't remember. I can't remember the name. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. My wife uh, pulled up the story yesterday. Oh, uh, and Nick, la- Nick, 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 Nick Cadero, our producer. Nick Cadero. Yeah, that was his name. Nick Cadero. Yeah. 
And he, you know, he went through it. They amputated his 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 arms. Like he went through it, and no underlying conditions. They said he was good, healthy, and you know, he he wound up passing away. Rest in peace to him. Yeah, I go googling his name, knowing damn well I'm about to cause myself to have an anxiety attack. I know my wife told me I was halfway pissed. I right, Major League Baseball unveils 60 game season to begin July 23rd. Now the 60 game schedule entirely against teams in their own geographic region to limit travel. The season will reopen on July 23rd with a pair of games. Uh, the Washington Nationals will host the New York Yankees at seven, and the San Francisco Giants will be facing the Dodgers at ten. So, Major League Baseball is back up and popping. So we'll we'll see what happens, man. Now, 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 see, see, see. You just told me about this Nick Cadero, right? I haven't Correct. read the whole article, so I'm only giving you half-ass information. But that's what Leonard Charlemagne the God McKelvey is good at. It says his death at Cedar Sinai Medical Center was announced on Instagram by his wife Amanda Klutz. She did not cite a cause, but he had been in the hospital for three months after contracting the coronavirus. That's confusing because you told me it was no underlying conditions. So right, she right. said she did, she, did not, she did not cite a cause. Right. They said it was no underlying conditions, but he died from complications from COVID-19. I guess maybe they, they made it seem like it affected his body and then they had to amputate him and then it, it, it caused blood clots. And it was like a whole bunch of complications that led to his death. And he had no underlying conditions? It said no underlying conditions. said he was healthy and everything. It said in March he was diagnosed as having pneumonia and then later got diagnosed with COVID-19. He was kept alive for weeks through the use of a ventilator, dialysis, and a specialized heart-lung bypass machine. He endured brief heart stoppage, minor heart attacks, and something I can't pronounce. <laughs> something I can't pronounce. Yes. Was that sepsis? Sips, as well as yeah. leg amputation and a tra- tra- can't pronounce that either. See what I'm saying? Yeah, so, good. Yeah, yeah, so I'm saying, so, you know, it, it's, it's the conditions due to it, you know? But uh, anyway, well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. The number again is 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hi, uh, it's Adam calling back from Beard Gang members in London. How you guys doing? What's up, King? How you doing, brother? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, I'm good, man. Charlemagne, happy belated birthday. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. It was your birthday last week, right? It was my birthday yesterday, actually. Well, happy birthday. Hey, you a cancer like me. Congratulations, man. You sensitive, emotional, yeah. last person. <laughs> How many times have you cried? Uh, at least uh, once this week. There you go. True, true. <laughs> like a true cancer. Um, Gotta get those tears also, out. Also you got... Yeah, exactly. If it's all right with you, man, I said a few words about my company, Big Dang Members. Do your thing, bro. Shout it out, brother. Promotion, go. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, Big Gang Members was founded October 2019 with one goal in mind, to revolutionize men's grooming for Afro hair. Uh, we specialize in hemp-based beard oils that stimulate growth. We also provide a lot of beard maintenance tips and growth advice on our Instagram page at Beard Gang Members. Uh, you can find our products on beardgangmembers.com and also on Amazon. All right, brother. Thank you. Hey, man. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm taking my... I'm taking my beard very, very seriously. Uh, I finally did get a haircut a couple weeks ago, but I'm keeping the beard, so I keep my beard brush with me. And I do have some type of I don't beard know oil. That right now, I didn't bring it with me. It ain't oil. It's like more of a paste. Mm. Okay, more of a paste. All right, but yes, I'm taking my beard very, very seriously. 
I'm letting the grades flourish and everything. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Shanoa. Hello, get it off your chest. Good morning. I just wanted to say um, that I appreciate you guys every morning. Um, and I wanted to tell everybody, you know, there's a light at the end of this tunnel. I came back to my job um, after coronavirus in Georgia. Um, and it was a hard time. We came back with very little pay, less than what we were making. Mm-hmm. And I just kept applying, applying, applying. And I was able to find another job. Um, and people I was working for weren't really making me feel good. And it was a blessing that I was able to find something new. And um, I'm making more money now than I actually ever did before. Wow. And I also wanted to, you know, just give a shout out to my family, Terrilyn and Tyrone and my boyfriend, Nick, for supporting me and holding me down. All right. I well, congratulations, you Mama. I, I, I love you using your life as an example to everybody else. Um, but that's your tunnel. Okay, might not be no light at the every into everybody else's tunnel. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's going on, guys? This is Front Page. How you doing, DJ MV? What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Awesome. Yeah. How you doing, Charlemagne? Peace, King. How are you? Excellent. Um, first off, I just want to give a super, super, super congratulations, man. You did this show. I think uh, someone with your mentality, man, and uh, what you bring to the table, prime time right now. I, I can't. I'm like, I want to cry when you said you were now see the show. So I just want to put that man, out there. I, I appreciate that. Brother. That's what it Thank is. You. God, God is good. God is good. Thank you, brother. God is great. It's going to be history changing. Um, and, and another thing, if I can, I just want to back that up with uh, the 44trillion.com for black folks. The way we had Black Wall Street back in the day is how we pulled together. I, I don't think black people are angry enough right now to really make sense of how we could come together and just have our own. But they did it back in the day. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. I say is... Yes, they did. Um, at least just put your email address up there and um, hit yes for reparations. Not saying that we're begging for it, but we're going to build our own. But we have a real-time clock in real time where we could uh, actually show you and have choices on what we're going to do in the community. I don't think uh, the American people had a process like that. And I, wanna, I wanted to put that out there for them. So no agendas. That's what we uh, need to do as a people and bring it back to what we had before. Okay. 45 All right, brother. I'm going to go check Thank you, brother. Out. Hello, who's this? JR. JR, get it off your chest, bro. What's going on, y'all? Good morning to you all. Good morning. What's happening, King? Yeah, I can't complain, man. Charlemagne, this baby gonna come for you. This who? Charlemagne, let's say this man come for you. Me and my wife been together five years, right? Uh-huh. And the way I got my wife is wondering, I was watching one of your interviews a long time ago. Okay, talk to me. What's the What, what was the interview? What happened? Come on, get to it, brother. I had told my I had told my wife, I said, I was watching your interview, you said that all women, older women more like fine wine and a woman like spoiled milk. My wife was That's two right. years I, older you, than me. Okay. And I had told her that and me and her got together. So when well, you, I you misquoted me a little bit. He did a little bit. Mm-hmm. Say that again? You misquoted me a, a little bit. I said some people are aging like wine. Some people are, are aging like milk. But black women tend to age like wine and find cognac for show. Yes. So by the mm-hmm. time me and my wife, you know, get married, I, she hit me with that same thing. Why you want to get married? 
So I thought that same Elsa bike out and we ain't gonna get married. Hey, hey drop years. one of the clues bombs for you. So you been here nine years strong. There you go. Well, congratulations. Hey, what's your name? What's your and name I, again? My name is Jr. And what's her name? Alicia. Salute to Jr. and Alicia, man. You listen, all you brothers out there, y'all need to be giving your queens compliments like that every single day. Okay, don't let that be a one-time thing. Always tell her she's beautiful. Always tell her she's getting better with time. You'll be surprised how far that goes. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, uh, when we come back, we got some rumors. We got to talk T.I. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk T.I. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Now, T.I. was uh, doing an interview with All Def, and he talked about this battle with 50 Cent, and he said his catalog is doper. Me and 50 ain't that far off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as our accomplishments, as far as our bankroll yeah. go, like, we kind of neck and neck, whether you know it or not. And, and, and another thing is personality. I need to have some, I need somebody who can have, who has a personality that can, that won't be so intimidated by my bravado. I don't care who sold how many records. I don't care who got number ones, whether that means like I got more number ones and less number ones, more records sold, less records sold. I don't care about that. I right. think my catalog is doper. Now, he also uh, first, said that he... Uh, uh, oh, no, I want to say, first of all, T.I. actually is, is part owner of All Def Digital. And um, mm-hmm. second of all, uh, he's correct. His catalog is doper than 50s. I don't believe that. Um, and also, he says that he would love to battle Jay-Z, and he think that he can battle Jay-Z and beat Jay-Z. I want Jay. But let me ask you this. Who can see Jay sitting down doing a versus battle? Right, he ain't going to do that. If I'm a billionaire, I'm not going to do that either. Um, t- tip it, he's actually supposed to feel like that. He should feel like he, he can beat he can. everyone. And, he's not being and, and he has, Yeah, he has the right to express that if he wants. You know, he shouldn't fear anyone. But, yeah, some people you got to leave alone. And Hove is absolutely one of them. But I get him wanting to test where he's at. You know, if you want to do, do a versus, I guess you would want to go up against the best. But some people you just got to leave alone. Hove is one of those people. Mary J. Blige is another one of those people. Um, those I are the only two I people would, I would say. Mary and Hove. Those are the two you can't, you got to leave alone. I'm going to be honest with you, though. It's one other person out there. I'm Ooh. just thinking off the top of my head. Man, Usher got a mean catalog, bro. If you had to take 20 songs versus 20 songs, it's not too many people who got 20 better records than Usher Raymond. Okay, yeah, Usher, and, got, and, and, Usher it, got a 20. Yeah, and it's, and it's for a certain category. Like, it's not too many R&B males or females, for that matter, that can go head-to-head with Ursher. So I, I I would definitely put Jay and Mary J. Blige in that top, top, top tier, and Usher not too far away from that. When it comes to just 20, I'm just talking about 20 Correct. now. Correct. It's 20. So this is the thing, though. When you say 20, right, as long as an artist has a strong 20, the battle could go either way because it depends on what 20 you play and what 20 you pick. Because if you think about it, of course Jay has 20. Of course... T.I. has 20. Of course, 50 has 20. But it's what 20 you going to play. Because sometimes yeah, these, these artists, don't, don't, they play wrong songs. And everybody don't have a... And it's truth to the matter is everybody don't have a strong 20. Just because you got about four or five albums and you can play 20 songs don't mean that it's 20 strong ones. 
Right. That's my that's my whole point. Like so 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 people like Jay, Mary, Usher, they come in with a strong twenty where every record you'll be like, Oh, that's my joint. Oh, that's my joint. Oh, that's my joint. Everybody don't got that. Right. So well I'm just trying to fill time. Also, T.I., uh, a question, Tony Yayo. I said, what's up with Tony Yayo now? Allegedly, at 50 Cent's surprise birthday party the other night, one of Grand Hustle's comedians was performing, and Yayo uh, stepped to him and said that he wanted to shoot him for clowning 50 what? Cent's. Sounds like Yayo. That boy Yayo, he, got a, he either got a real problem some type of way, man. The way he came at me last night out of nowhere over, over jokes. Like I mean, I ain't, what you talking about? Like what you said? You said something disrespectful to him or something? No, no, no. I ain't said no disrespect for nothing in New York. Nothing. The only thing I said was a joke that me and Fifty did last time he was in Atlanta, and Tony was the only that felt like the joke was not right in front of his girlfriend. Like, yeah, there was your wife twenty not years in front of who girlfriend? Fifty girlfriend. Tony was taking over Fifty for Fifty. Like he got Fifty's emotions in his body, bro. And talking about shooting an ass thing. Okay, here y'all go taking the fun out the verses. Just why we don't want no gangster rappers in the goddamn verses. This is exactly why right here now. And then you know talking about music and now y'all talking about shooting people. Yeah, and then T.I. said that, you know, he, he called the comedian and said, if you want me to fly the jet up there, I'll bring the jet up to solve this problem. See, this is see at this oh, point no, right no, here, no, Charlemagne. That's not, that's, not, that's not what happened. What did he say? He said he would fly the jet if there's a problem. He said he no, would bring the jet if there's was, a problem. He, no, he said he had the jet gassed up because he was going to fly to New York just to come kick it at 50's birthday party. It had nothing to do with the beef. Uh, but he, the guy, the guy was telling him the story about what transpired, you know, at at the event. But Ti was supposed to just come to the party just to kick it. It didn't have nothing to do with that. Well, after hearing the video of Ti talking to the comedian and and Yayo saying he wanted to shoot the comedian. I don't want to see this battle anymore. I just um, don't. You know, at first, like you said, it was fun. It was about the music. You could say, I like this record. I like that record. Because I like them both. They're both good brothers. I, I, I love T.I. and I love 50 Cent. I just don't want to see it go left. Like, I, I don't yeah. want to see it go left. And, and salute to K-Dub. K-Dub is the uh, com comedian's name. But, I mean, I still want to see the battle. I mean, it's not like they, they, we just can't have them in the same room. We can't have T.I. and 50 Cent in the same room. Let's get back to everybody doing their... Um, their, insta their, their separate Instagram lives. And, yo, they're going to talk crazy to each other. Yeah, but it's what, it, it, what, it's what transpires after. You know what I mean? Like, nah. You know, because they both slick talking, and I love it. Because that slick talk, I would love it. He, spi they both spicy. T.I. spicy, 50 spicy. It would be entertaining. But then what happens after? Like, these are, so, they, these are both brothers that they're not the type to say, that they say something and don't do it. If T.I. say he's going to punch you in the face, he's going to punch you in the face. If 50 said he's going to punch you in the face, he's going to punch you in the 50s. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see. Yeah, it. I gotta. I gotta believe both Ti and Fifty are smart enough to know um, that none of this deserves to get physical in any way, shape, or form. Like it's Bro. just. I mean, and by the way, you're dealing Bro. with like like you're, we're dealing with two heavyweight, prime time grade H talkers. So Correct. yes, it will get. It will feel a little aggressive. It feel. Spicy. It may feel yeah. a little intense, but they're not gonna do that. I don't think so. I think they're both smarter than that. Yeah, I've seen both of them make dumb decisions before, so I just don't want to see it again. I love both the brothers. When they were kids, though, when they was younger, you know, they ain't, they, you know, I'm not saying that they can't both get active because they both will get active, but no, nah, I think they're smarter than that. Bro, 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 T.I. handled this business with Floyd Mayweather, and I think it was only three of them, and Floyd had about 30. That was like I've 20 seen years ago. That was no damn 20 years ago, man. We was on a breakfast at club least, when it happened, man. At, le at least 25. 
get out of here. And I've seen 50 do just the, the same around the dumb stuff. So, no, I don't want to see them. How about that? 50, that 50 was about 25 years ago, too. They <laughs> was it, man? Well, I don't, Yo. brothers are positive brothers. Positive uh-huh. vibes only, man. 50 and T.I., Curtis and Clifford. Okay, I love both them brothers. I don't want to see that. That's whack to me. I don't want to see the arguing and, the, you know, y'all threatening to shoot each other. I just want to hear the battle. That's it. I'm not, a, I'm not attending that one. I want to stay away. Don't, I don't want to see this one. But all right. Now, uh, lastly, Tiffany Haddish has uh, cut her hair off. And people think maybe she's having a mental breakdown. Well, this is what she had to say. Nothing is wrong with my brain, you guys. I'm not suffering from a, no emotional sh- Nothing. I've literally been talking about this for years, how I want to see my scalp. I know every single part of my body. I know where every single mole is. Now, uh, Precious went to go get some clippers so she can even it out. And then when I get back to L.A., I'm getting it all cut. Because I want to see my moles. And y'all going to see it all. When when we cut all my hair off, I'm going to still be fine as <laughs> is still going to try to And it will grow back. I agree with her. You know, I didn't like that. Uh, I didn't like that at all. I didn't like the fact that people were saying she was having a mental breakdown just because she said she wanted to see her scalp. Right. Because she wanted to see her scalp breathe because she decided to cut her hair. Like, women do that all the time. Like, where Correct. where did that stereotype come from? Or uh, 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 that stigma whenever a woman is cutting her hair, she's depressed over a man, or uh, she's having some type of mental health issues. Like where where did, where did that come from? I don't I'm, understand it. I'm not sure. And and when I say she cut her hair low, so she has like a Caesar. Um, women do that. I mean, Gia cut her hair uh, 20 years ago when she had a Caesar. It was just a, she wanted to do something different. It is what it is. I don't see the problem, you know. Right, right now, uh, they're they not really filming a lot of stuff. I think she might be finished finishing up a film, if I'm not mistaken. But they're not really filming a lot of stuff. Plus, there's wigs and all types of other things. But she just wanted to see her scalp. I don't see the problem. But you know, I'm totally biased when it comes to uh, my sister Tiffany Haddish. I love Tiffany. Drop on the clues bonds for Tiffany Haddish. Did you speak to her? Did you call her yesterday? No, I didn't call her. And the reason I didn't call her is because I know that she wasn't dealing with no mental health issue, and I wasn't gonna be one of the people saying, "Yo, you all right? You, you, okay? you sure you good?" Know. Yeah. I know she's good. I mean, I speak I speak to her quite often. Like, I know she's fine. Me and Tiffany got business together and other things. That's, that's, a, that's a real personal friend of mine. So it's just like, I know she was good. That's just, that's, that's not, she's the person that told me to put Monistat 7 and Jamaican castor oil on my scalp she when did. we was really quarantined and couldn't get no haircuts. So, you know, if she knows how to grow her hair if she wants to. She don't okay. want to. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, uh, we got to talk arm wrestling gone bad. Yes, arm wrestling gone bad. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Angela Yee is out. Let's get in some front page news. Now, Major League Baseball looks like baseball is back. All right. They unveil a 60-game season set to begin July 23rd. Now, It'll open up on July 23rd. Uh, the Washington Nationals, Nationals will be taking on the Yankees at 7 p.m. And the San Francisco Giants will be taking on the Dodgers at 10. Now, it looks like each see, Major League Baseball... Hmm? Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say the club will play 40 games against opponents in their division, so they won't have to travel as much. So they're trying to keep things very, very close. They haven't announced if there's going to be fans in the stands as of yet. Yeah, and see, this is what I be talking about when I said I'm confused about coronavirus because they, they're shutting things back down in certain places. We see it spiking, you know, all, all throughout the country, but then the NBA says that they're coming back. Then Major League Baseball is saying that th- they're coming back, you know. W- what is it? 
And, you know, Dr. Fauci, every time you see him talk, he's up there with, a, I think, a what's that, a Washington Nationals mask on. So he's Correct. clearly a baseball fan, and he wants baseball to come back. So why, does, why do they make excuses as to why baseball uh, can come back, but the rest of us can't live our life? Yes. I, it's just all so weird. Yeah, also, Adam Silver says he's worrying about starting the NBA. He said that with all these positive tests, it might pop the NBA bubble. Uh, they're saying several teams, including uh, the Brooklyn Nets, the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Heat, the Bucks, and the Kings have closed their practice facilities in the past week due to coronavirus uh, positive cases. So they're concerned with that. Name yeah, those Donald. teams again. Name who's the teams. Who'd you say? Uh, the Nets, the Nuggets, the Clippers, the okay. Heat, the Bucks, and the Kings. Okay. You need all those teams. All those yeah, teams those, those all teams that are playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I don't know, man. I really don't. I, I, I would have loved to see the NBA come back, but I do wonder what was the NBA's uh, over under on cases, meaning like how many cases would they think was too much? Because you had to know some people were going to test positive. Correct. You had to know. With all of those different people there, not just the players, but the, the coaches and the trainers and everybody yeah. else part of the team, the entourages. Like, you had to know some people were going to test positive. A lot of players were going to test positive. But how many is too many is what I would like to know. Yeah, but the whole thing is is even with, with people supposed to be socially distancing and everybody's supposed to be in the same facility, you're supposed to know that nobody has it. So if we all don't have it, we all should be good. So somebody's not uh, socially distancing. Somebody's getting out somehow, some way. Now, um, and if the quarantine is 14 days, you still got time, right? Because yep. they're not scheduled to start till July 31st, I believe. All right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I think it's July 31st. Now, also, uh, 56 Florida hospital ICUs have hit capacity, so that is spiking. They're saying uh, California hospitalization has reached new levels, nearly 6,000 COVID-19 patients. They said significant rises in Ohio, Georgia, Arkansas, Arizona, Delaware, Kansas, and Oklahoma as well. So just be careful out there. Continue to socially distance and please wear a mask. Please, 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 please. And, and, and y'all keep leaving my home state of South Carolina uh, off that off those conversations too but you know it's been spiking here as well and that's why uh, i'm doing covid19 no cost testing free testing for covid19 this friday and saturday in charleston south carolina at the trident technical college thornley campus from 10 a.m to 3 p.m so if you're in the charleston area at 843 you're listening to me on 99.3 the box or any surrounding areas uh trident technical college thornley campus this friday and saturday from 10 a.m to 3 p.m uh, I'll, I'll be providing free covid19 uh, testing along with DHEC and MUSC Health and, you know, 99.3 The Box. So, yeah, see you this weekend. Now, All right. Well, that is like your front page news. I would like to talk about something because I am a person that likes to discuss uh, um, solutions and not problems. And, you know, what you want to talk about? My bro, my bro, DJ Envy, expressed what um, I think I think was a problem this morning. He told me in Drum, Drum, you, Drum, you're there. Maybe you can chime in on this. And tell me if I maybe I misheard him because it, it came to our attention this morning that uh, DJ Envy, uh, our beloved DJ Envy, a.k.a. Rashawn Casey, he told us this morning that he gets hit on a lot by by men. OK, which which is fine. You know, I am the type of person who takes compliments from whoever wants to give them. But Envy said to us this morning, I'm not going to lie. I get hit on by a lot of men 
did you think that it was a problem when he said that drum? Was he saying it like it was a problem, or was he excited about it? I couldn't really tell. I'm not. I, I don't know. He definitely has some like enthusiasm in his voice when he was it saying was it. Yeah, it, it. Was some enthusiasm. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. Oh it was. And, and, I, and, and I told him. I told him the reason these men hit on him is because he's a tease. Mm -hmm. Now, Envy, you, you just recently started bike riding, right? Correct. Okay, and ever since he started riding bikes. He's been flirting his ass off on Instagram. I mean, he'd be on there with the biker shorts and the leggings. And there was this one post, and, and he, he said, he, he, he said uh, I used to tease my friends, June and Fred, about riding. But now I ride every day, and I enjoy it. Hashtag real men ride. And yesterday, if you go to his page right now, once again, in his little biker shorts and his leggings, he said, I laughed when my people first said they were buying bikes. Now I ride, ride in capital letters, every damn day. Then he added a personal trainer, I think it's Fit Club NYC, mm. and says, I'm coming to ride this week. Now, yesterday on The Breakfast, <laughs> he said, crazy. and I quote, do we have the audio drum? Play some of the audio of what he said yesterday, please. When I bought the bike, I started riding like, hey, okay, I'm gonna ride a bike, not a problem. And I didn't realize that when you ride a bike, pause, 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 that your ass hurts. Like the the seat really hurts your ass. Like like hurt, hurt, like like hurt. Took you, back, took you back to your old days when you first was struggling to get on. Shut up. So I had to. I I, I used to make fun of people when I I would see where these these biker shorts or these biker pants. But now I understand that there's gel actually in the pants that gives you an extra cushion. So when you ride it. Oh, oh, oh man. Okay. I see we picking up right where we left off. Okay, gel in your ass. Ass hurting. Okay. Tell me yeah. more. My now goodness. we're in, I'm intrigued. Oh my goodness. Now you know. Now you know your uncle Charlotte is old. I'm 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 getting old, so my hair ain't what it used to be. But what I heard was when I ride, my butt hurts. But I have a gel that I use. And when I use this <laughs> gel, I can ride for a long time. I used to be scared of the D. Now I throw cheeks to the D. That's <laughs> what wrong? I heard. I don't, What's wrong I don't, with I, you, man? Not, not what is wrong with you? Because all I hear is flirting. All what I hear fantasy is are you so having, so man? So don't come to me talking about all the dudes hitting on you when you're giving off all this trade-like energy. I know trade talk when I hear it, okay? You out here giving smoke signals. You putting this the guy. bat sign in the air and then wondering why your red phone ringing. Well, let me tell you something, Commissioner Gordon. Don't start none. Won't be nothing. Won't be nothing, okay? And I know other people see what I'm seeing and hear what I'm hearing. So I need y'all to call us right now, 1-800-585-1051. Is DJ Envy being a tease and inviting men to flirt with him? Let's this discuss. Let's I'm discuss. Drum, what do you man. think, Drum? I don't even. Hey, guys, we got to do it when we come back. We have commercials, all right? I'm not messing with y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. You guys are crazy. Good morning. Call us. I'm serious. I need y'all to call right now. It's Envy being a team. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Uh, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, I don't know what's wrong with Charlemagne this morning. There's nothing wrong with me. I, I just don't want my bro to be in here complaining about things because um, I don't know if, you know, this is a problem or not. I just know that I like to discuss solutions. And uh, it's come to my attention because Envy announced to the room, he just announced to me and Drum this morning that he gets hit on by a lot of other men. And this has really started now that he's been bike riding.
But I'm telling him that he's such a tease on Instagram because he gets on there with his little biker shorts and his leggings, and he says things like, ever since he started, you know, uh, riding bikes, you oh, know, boy. his butt has been hurt, but it's been a gel. But he doesn't, he doesn't put the word bike in it. He'll say things like, um, I laughed. You know, when when my people first said they were buying bikes, now I ride every damn day. Then he'll add his personal trainer and say, I'm coming to ride this week. What? He literally told us just now, my man just hit me and said, that's real envy. I just started riding too, and my butt hurts. What? <laughs> All I hear is flirting. All I hear is trade talk. Okay, oh all of this talk of biker shorts and leggings and, you know, it hurting when you don't use gel. But now when you use gel, you can ride for a long time. And you're wondering why people are flirting with you, Envy? Uh, really? Drum, am I reading all of this wrong? No, nah, I mean, listen, I thought it was just me, but I'm glad you said something. Because Envy be posting pictures, True. too, on, on his story of his feet and be like having a great pool day. But no pool in sight, just a picture of his feet. It's just, wow. it's just weird. What's wrong with you? Now, there's man? been rumors. There's also rumors that there's an OnlyFans page mm. that has Envy's feet on there. He claims he has nothing to do with it. He claims he's not behind it. But I can't think of who else would be taking pictures of Envy's feet. There, unless, there, you know, there is a page out there with my feet on it. He is out here hustling. There is a page out there with my feet on it. It's not just my feet, it's, it's a bunch of people's feet, but my feet are on there. No, I have not heard that. I've only heard that there's a page dedicated to DJ Envy's feet, and it's an OnlyFans page. Now, oh I don't know goodness. how much you're charging for people to get pictures of your feet. All oh I'm simply goodness. saying is don't come in don't come in this room complaining about people flirting with you, men flirting with you, when you're giving off all this trade-like energy. That's all I'm saying. So I want people to call oh us boy. right now, 1-800-585-1051. Is DJ Envy being a tease and inviting men to flirt with him? Let's discuss, please. Hello, who's this? What up, y'all? Look, it's Whitney, bro. Look, I was a man in Georgia. I'm a lesbian. I'm a bisexual. I've been doing this for years, bro. I got tons of friends. Let me tell you something. Okay. Envy, you got to stop tripping, man. You over here teasing folks, bro. You got to keep that tight ass shorts off, bro. I'm sorry, man, but I'm trying to look out for you, homie. Look, you you don't want all this attention. Stop bringing it to yourself. That's it. Yo, what are you I'm wearing, Envy? I'm wearing shorts. That's I'm wearing biker shorts because they got the gel on the butt to, so when I ride, it's comfortable. Ooh. You know what? I mess with y'all. I mess with y'all. There he go. My, bike, he my go. real bike riders out there, they know. My real riders out there, they know, man. Ooh, he is not playing. Now, let's also talk about the fact that DJ Clue, now, I love Clue. This is my guy, but let's just say this this is clearly a Queens thing. All right, oh the Queens from Queens. Clue said, lower that helmet, fam, and then put pause. Now, if you look at the picture, Envy's got the helmet right in front of his crotch. Mm. And Clue said, lower the helmet, pause. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say lower the helmet. He said lower the seat. He didn't say lower the helmet. He said lower the seat. See, you just be looking for things. My eyes ain't what they used to be. I, it, it, I don't. I don't see seat. I see helmet. Okay, let's go to a, let's go to a call, please. Uh, is Envy being a tease and inviting men to flirt with him? Come on. Hello. Hello? What's going on, fellas? Good morning. Good morning, my brother. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, sir. I'm doing well, Charlemagne. How are you? Hope you guys are doing well. Envy, come on, come on, bro. You you. We say pause and we say certain things, but I saw you on the bike trail that led up GW Bridge, bro. 
That was you with the cute tight pants, and you asked me how long I've been riding. <laughs> First of all, you shouldn't tell me my I had cute pants on. And second of all, I haven't done Why the George Washington ride yet. I haven't done that Why ride not? yet. If your pants are cute, your pants are cute. There's a lot of things that go on, understandably. You know, it's I know it's frowned upon in the Dominican culture to be an openly homosexual man, but I understand. I'm here Speak for on it. it, brother. We can ride all the time. Don't worry about it. Like I got the bike shop, I got the padded seats and the pants. We can do that. Don't worry. That's right. I'm a married man. Thank you, sir. You I'm a married man. Thank you, sir. You have, well, you, you need to carry to yourself. Do that. You don't have to turn me on the floor with me. I don't do that to you. That's Thank right. you, sir. You need to you have a, you need have a great carry, morning. You, you need to carry yourself like a married man. You online <laughs> with the hashtag real men ride. I didn't even put and that. Wonder, and wonder why people are hitting on you. Shouting out June and Fred. Talking about I used to tease my friends, June and <laughs> Yo, Fred, about riding. You know but what, now man? I ride in capital letters, ride every day, and I enjoy it. 800-585-1051. I want my real bike riders out there that feel my pain, that understand what I'm going through. They I don't know what you're riding. I don't know what the slang is for penis nowadays. It might be bike, okay? All I know is DJ Envy is being a tease and inviting men to flirt with him. If you think that is the case, let's discuss, oh okay? All right. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, if you just joined us, Charlemagne is bullying me right now. I'm not. I just want the record to show that as a married man, I am appalled at the behavior of another married man, DJ Envy, uh, a.k.a. Rashawn Casey. Um, he came in the room this morning and said that he gets hit on by a lot of other men, which is totally fine, right? It's good, you know, when people are flirting with you, make you feel like you still got it, you know what I mean? But it's not act like Envy isn't soliciting these comments from these men because of the energy that he's putting out. He is a tease. Okay, go look at his Instagram. He's on there with biker shorts My goodness. and leggings and saying things like, uh, when I ride, my butt hurts, but now I have a gel that I use, and when I use it, I can ride for a long time. What? I didn't say That's that. All I, all, all I hear is trade talk, so uh, let's discuss. Do you think DJ Envy is being a tease and inviting men to flirt with him? Hello, who's this? Lewis? Lewis! Oh, boy. What it do? You know how much y'all have been trying to get on the air for years. Well, anyway. Talk to me, my brother. Is DJ Envy being a tease and inviting men to flirt with him? Let's talk. Oh, man. I know he'd be all, he'd be definitely uh, smiling a little from cheek to cheek, you know? Life I don't know. Good. That's a tough one. But, yo, you know what I mean? If bike riding makes him, you know what I mean, happy, then that's what it is. But, hey, you know what I mean? If other people are, you know what I mean, are hitting him up and everything, that I, uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the, just the day and age that we're living in, you know? I get hit on by guys, I'm like, damn. I get hit my, by guys more than girls, you know what I mean? And I, I don't even, I'm trying to get guys to like me, you know what I mean? 
But they do. By the way, which is fine. I'm the type of person who takes compliments from whoever, okay? And by the way, nobody will make you feel good like a gay man. You hear me? <laughs> so I understand why Envy is probably, you oh know, putting goodness. that that trade-like energy out there because it is like a boost. It gives you like a, 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 a ego boost. Probably Thank in Envy's case a pheromone boost, but you know. Thank, thank you, sir. Mark wants to ride the trail. Mark wants to ride the trail. Mark wants to ride the trail. Good morning, Mark. Mark? Good morning. Hey, everybody. Mark said he wants to ride the trail. Let's talk about it. Good morning, everybody. Breakfast Club, Angela Lee, Charlemagne, the God, DJ Envy. What's up, people? Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are everybody in the Breakfast Club? We good, my brother, but let's get to it. Is Envy being a tease and inviting men to flirt with him? Let's discuss. He's not. You know, I think all you guys should start riding bikes. Oh, see, this is my bike rider right here. Tell him about, tell him about having the gel pants and how better it makes you feel when you ride. I'm telling you, only thing about it, you're right. The seat does hurt, so I had to get a banana seat cushion. But, yo, you should see my quad muscles after riding the bike, man. Envy, put your bike on the hardest gear and ride it like that. And watch you see how your muscles just start. Wow. Banana seat bike. You're not helping, sir. Quad muscles getting stronger because of that banana seat bike. Oh, the gluteus maximus getting fat. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I am, Charlemagne, I just left Conway, South Carolina. We was out there camping. So on my way back to New York, because I'm from Virginia, but I've been in New York since 88. On my way back to New York, the rear end of my truck blew out. So I got stuck in Virginia. So I'm still in Virginia. I don't know why, why the hell you just gave me that. <laughs> I don't know why you just gave me that bit of information. Uh, but, um, I think he's okay. flirting with you. I don't know what that means. My back blew out. I think that's some yeah, kind of... He's flirting with you. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I don't understand that, that bit of information you just gave me. But listen, uh, what, is the, what is the hardest gear, Envy? I'm not messing with you. But it's 90. <laughs> Now there was a rumor that you had a guy had somebody doing something with a nine-inch dildo. So I get it. Okay, let's go. Let's take. Come on. We have another call. I need to know. I need to hear another call. You got another call, Uh, drop? Yes. What's up, Queen? How are you? I'm great. How about you? I'm fine. Blessed, black, and highly favored. Uh, can Can you answer the question? Is DJ Envy being a tease and inviting men to flirt with him? I feel like Envy said a lot of sad ass stuff. But Colin, man, you always talking about his butt. So do you want some of his lemon cake? Cause y'all Thank you. That's what it sounds like to me, right? That's what it sounds like. He has First fantasies about me at night. That's what it sounds like, right, mama? I feel like y'all both have fantasies about each other. No, no, don't throw that my way. Don't throw that my way. You on my side or his side? You got to pick a side. First of all, No, I don't um, pick a side. I'm just saying y'all both zesty. Now, I'm going to tell you something, Queen. You know, I go to therapy, and, you know, I just try to keep my ego in check, but my ego is a little hurt right now because you said that Envy has lemon cakes. So if Envy's lemon cakes, what flavor am I? Oh, you chocolate. Ooh, yes. Okay. What's wrong you with you? Now, <laughs> so, so you don't think Envy's being a tease and inviting men to flirt with him? No, he is, and you're picking okay. up on the bait. I'm not picking up on the bait. I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to help my bro. My bro said that a lot of men are hitting on him. I don't know if he wants that energy or not. I'm just trying to tell him things that he can do to probably not invite that energy into his life. That's all can I'm I, saying. Can I just ride in peace? That's all I want to do. Woo! <laughs> I'm not messing with you. I would never. I would never want to disturb your your riding. Okay. You know I want what? your just ride. I want your ride to be as peaceful as possible. Okay. All right. 
I just I, saw, a, I saw, I, I don't want you to be one of these toxic people. I don't want to be one of these toxic men in your life, Envy. I want you to have your peace, okay? If riding makes you happy, then ride, Envy, ride. What's the moral of your story, bro? Because this is, I'm, I'm a married man. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. You tell us what the moral of the story is. What kind of gel you using, bro? What's the name of it? It's not a gel. It's actually a biker pants, and I get the the the, the premium one, not the three, the fourth, but I get the five to make sure it really covers your 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 ass to make sure that your ass is okay when you ride. Well, well, envy you rich. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't afford um, the biker shorts with the gel in them. You know, we got to buy our biker shorts and gel separately. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> oh so salute goodness. to you for being able to afford the biker shorts that come with the gel. You ready, baby? You ready? I hate you. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the rumor report. Let's talk Charlemagne. <laughs> it's something that he's going to be doing weekly. That didn't Whoa, sound seductive. What? <laughs> we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Leonard McKellie. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, congratulations to Charlemagne the God. It seems like he's taking his talents to a new Comedy Central talk show. Now, tell us about this talk show. Well, I mean, listen, the talk show is going to be a, a weekly show on Comedy Central. You know, I, 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 would, I want y'all to think about, you know, um, in the vein of, like, you know, the Bill Mars, the, the John Oliver, the John Stewart's of the world, but, mm -hmm. but with more of a, a cable news construct, you know, and, 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 and it's going to be our culture. It's going to be me. It's going to be the things that, you know, I like to discuss and the things that I think can help move us forward as a culture, you know. And um, salute to my guy, Chris McCarthy, you know, because the article yesterday in New York Magazine was really about my man, Chris McCarthy. Chris McCarthy is somebody, if you've ever read <clears throat> my book, Black Privilege, you know, he's the first person to, you know, bless me with a TV, a TV contract. And he did this way back in the day, like damn near a decade ago. And it, it didn't really make much sense to give, you know, this, this, this guy from Monk's Corner, South Carolina, a TV deal, you know, 10 years ago. But he saw something in me that I didn't even really see in myself at the time. And those are the most important people to have around you because sometimes people will do think will do good things for you but they aren't good for you but sometimes people will do things that are good for you and they end up being good for you and he definitely has been been good for me because he saw something in me that i didn't even see in myself so you know he gave me a, a another lane to explore and right. another stream of income you know there you so go. salute to my guy chris mccarthy because you know chris don't get enough credit for the chances he took on a lot of different talent, whether it was me or Little Duval or Aquafina or, you know, Pete Davidson, you know, Jesus and Mero, so, you know, Andrew Schultz. There's a lot of people that came through that, that, that MTV2 camp. So salute to my guy Chris McCarthy and salute my guy Paul Ritchie and Candida and Nina, like, you know, everybody over there, Jessica Zalkin, Tiffany, everybody over there that's been holding me down for a long time. So salute to Chris McCarthy. And the, and the show will be coming real, real soon. Okay. Real soon. Well, congratulations on the show. Drop a bomb for Charlemagne. And congratulations to Angela Yee. She's hosting the Motown Countdown on Fox Soul each and every Tuesday. Now, uh, yesterday's episode uh, was about hip-hop's best. Right? Angela Yee, she was joined with producers Hit Boy, Tricky Stewart, and Notori. They discussed a list of the biggest names in hip-hop today. They broke down the list down to the top five torchbearers in hip-hop. Let's play a clip. Look, the first time we met, like, Literally, I played him a beat. The first beat I ever played him, and we won a Grammy off of it. It was Rax in a Minute. What's the difference between a Grammy? 
Nipsey and Roddy Rich when it comes to them working and writing in the studio? I did my part with Roddy first. It was first. It was just Roddy on the whole record, mm-hmm. and Nip came through to the studio I'm in right now, and uh, we started working on uh, joints. I played him racks in the middle, and he wanted me to run it back. And after the second time, before he even touched it, he was like, "Bro, I need you to give me this record." And that was Hit Boy talking about working with Rowdy Rich. Now, Young Thug and Pusha T. It seems like they are getting into it now. Uh, Pusha T did a song on Pop Smoke's album, of course, and let's play a clip of his verse from the album. You know reality bites, it's just not checkers. Those empty threats only sound good on your records. If the patois not followed by a blocker, it's like Mark for Death's screw face without the chopper. Let them rush the stage when you made like Sinatra, only to hide the blade flying back through LaGuardia. I might even buy a home out in Mississauga. On my walls, half scrawls of Tishabalala's. Many dolls that are sprawled, they my ill nanas. Make a call, she gon' crawl, bad girl Patra. I'm involved and absorbed. I am Godfather. Hush. That boy Pusha T just keep getting better with time. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't call that man a boy. That that man Pusha T just he just gets better with time. Like his 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 flow is really like a fine kind. He gets busy, man. Absolutely. Oh my God, man. Drop one of clues bombs for Pusha T. And if he, he's always got busy, but like you said, he is getting better and better. Well. Thugger Thugger responded, I don't respect the Pusha T verse on a song with me and Gunna because I don't have nothing to do with y'all beef, nor does Gunna. And if I knew that was going about him, I would have made changes on our behalf. Well, Pusha T responded, hey, yo, Young Thug, couple things. I don't feel bad. Nobody knew what the verse was about. The label heads that stopped it didn't even know. They only assumed because he told them. The same way he told about the Ross Maybach 6 verse. And if he'll tell record executives about rap verses, God only knows what else he'll tell. I don't deal with police work, police rappers, or police iggers. Young Thug, too. Mm. You were the last verse added to the song, and that's only because I requested you. Three, and most important, Young Thug, just so we are clear, I would never look or need your respect for what it is. I bring this to the rap game. Steven Victor, I demand you take off the deluxe, take me off the deluxe real pop smoke album to avoid any confusion that may take away from this amazing body of work. Well, and then Young Thug responded from all of that. If you know what I mean, I'm up for a week. Second of all, you already went crazy the first time, so you ain't even got it. Ain't nothing but a sucker going on double tapes and triple tapes and quadruple tapes. You should have just got all of it out on the first song you put the first song out. You just feel like you ain't gonna get the, uh, enough views on your own shit, so you came and put some bullshit on a whole nother uh, uh, resting in peace music. Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say uh, Young Thug had a phenomenal bar in that, that rant just now when he said that, you know, that, that, that verse you laid was seven days, it was weak. But that verse was far from weak. But I love that bar and will probably be using it again on somebody. But also, I wonder about that, right? Like, um, What's that? I don't know when that record was recorded. I don't know if Pusha T did that. When Pop Smoke was alive, I don't know if he did that after Pop Smoke had passed. If he did it when Pop Smoke was alive, you probably wouldn't change your verse, right? Because you know right. you want to leave things pure because I'm sure Pop Smoke heard it and and co-signed it. So you want to leave it as is, right? You wouldn't want to change it after the fact because Correct. you didn't get that man's blessing. So I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, I see, I I see to, both I need sides. More context. But see, also, Young Thugger could be like, look, I'm cool with Drake. I don't want to be on a record with you dissing my man that I'm cool with. It makes me look crazy. It made me look corny. You know what I mean? But Pusha T's like, I ain't got to prove no verse for nobody. I'm going to spit it, I'm going to rap it, and I'm going to throw it out. So I see both sides, though. Yeah, and also Thugger and Gunner, that verse don't have nothing to do with you. 
You know what I'm saying? Even if it is a verse, even if it is a verse towards Drake, we've seen that a million times on record. There's been a million times where an artist gets on a record and then throws some bars at somebody else. You know what I mean? So I mean, I I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't either. I see both sides I though. I, can't, I understand yeah, both I can't sides. Tell, I can't tell Thug and Gunner how to feel. Right. But that was a phenomenal verse. That verse was not weak at all, Thug. That was nah, he just snapped. He snapped on that. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, next hour, ask C and E. All right. So Angela Yee is not here. So if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, ask C and E. We'll help you out with all your problems. 800 585 1051 Now we got Donkey the Day up next. What are we talking about? You know, we need to talk about a, a prime example of toxic masculinity. All right. I would hope at 55 years old, uh, we, we know how to deal with our fragile egos. But nah, not this individual. We'll talk about it. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Just don't be a donkey. Because right now you want some real donkey shit. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. I have become donkey of the day. The Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Donkey of the day for Wednesday, July 8th goes to a 55-year-old Kentucky man named Curtis Zimmerman. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm the type of person, all I need to see is one person do something, and I'm inspired. I don't need large sample sizes, okay? Uh, the way my anxiety is set up and the way my God-given hustle is set up, all I need to see is one person to be inspired or to take cover, to stay out of the way of said person. Are said thing. For example, I can watch Robert Smith, one man, richest black person on the planet. The moves he makes inspires me, okay? If he can build institutions to become a billionaire and provide opportunities for others, then so can I. That's how I feel. On the flip side, all I have to do is see one bad thing happen somewhere. I can see one bad thing happen to someone and also think that could happen to me. That's the struggle, right? That's one of the things that causes panic and anxiety attacks. For example, the last name Zimmerman. Apologies in advance to all the Zimmermans out there, but I don't F with y'all. Okay, blame George. All right, I know that's profiling. I know that's wrong to think like that, but I'm not perfect. Okay, that's why I go to therapy for. I don't know what to tell y'all. When I think Zimmerman, I think racist bigot who doesn't mind his business and him not minding his business caused him to murder a young man stole a young man's life rest in peace to Trayvon Martin so I don't expect much from Zimmerman's in fact I stay out of Zimmerman's way and guess what now I have more than one example to reinforce what I already believe Zimmerman's are out of their damn mind would you like to know how Curtis Zimmerman reinforced my disdain for all Zimmerman's Let's go to WTVQ ABC 36 for the report, please. An arm wrestling contest between father and son ended with one of them firing shots and facing charges. State police say Curtis Zimmerman was drunk when he challenged his son to that arm wrestling contest. They say after losing several times, he got upset, fought his son, and fired shots into the home ceiling. Police arrived, but Zimmerman wouldn't leave the house and ended up in an eight-hour standoff with authorities. Uh, one of you Zimmermans has to change the narrative around the last name Zimmerman, okay? There was no way this was his biological son. That had to be a stepson. This couldn't have been his blood son. This had to be some kid who's a friend of the family, uh, a stepson, a nephew. Uncle Phil wouldn't shoot at Carlton, but he might shoot at Will. 
But that's understandable. Little hood Negro from West Philadelphia, born and raised, might come in my house with some smoke. So I fire off in the air to let him know I'm not playing and then send him home back to, you know, spend the rest of his days playing basketball. All right, but for this drunk-ass father, Curtis from Kentucky, probably drunk off bourbon to lose an arm wrestling match to his biological son several times and then get pissed off enough to shoot in the air to intimidate his son, intimidate his son, cause his son trauma because of his fragile 55-year-old male ego, man, I pray daily that all men get the healing they deserve. This man, Curtis Zimmerman, is 55 years old, and he's still falling victim to his ego. His ego is still that fragile at 55. Jesus Christ, do we have anything to look forward to? Do we ever get to that state of wholeness we're seeking? I think so, because, you know, we're all a part of nature, and nature is whole, but that's another conversation. Curtis, that was your son. Okay, that was your son, Curtis Zimmerman. Your kids are supposed to be better than you in every way. They should be smarter. They should be stronger. And more importantly, they should have way less trauma than you. So if you are really arm wrestling your son and not letting him win, which I think parents should do, because the confidence you want to instill in your kids, you really give them when they beat you for real. So for him to beat you several times, you should have been happy, okay? You raising that young man right, letting him know that things won't be given to him. He has to earn these things and work towards these things, and that's the way things should be. But you took all that confidence out that young man by shooting in the air because of your fragile ego. My brothers, when people talk about that toxic masculinity thing, this is it. Prime example right here. And I don't want to be that at 55. You should have that jealousy, that envy, that insecurity out of your system for the most part. But especially when it comes to your own kids, your own flesh and blood. Now, envy, Logan beats you all the time. Does right? not, but go ahead. He, he beats you all the time. We come on. We see it on Instagram. He beats Does you not. all the time at a number of things. Would you ever think of shooting in the air at your son? Uh, no, because I can still whoop my son. But I would say this. <laughs> if I beat my dad in arm wrestling and then we got into a tussle okay. and I won, I can see my dad shooting in the air. Absolutely. I can just, just a little pow, just, just to scare me a little bit. Just, just, just to scare me a little bit. I can see my dad doing that absolutely positively. I think my dad might even threaten me like that one time. All right, we're we, we going to come back to that because today is a good day to play a game of guess what race it is. Now, the mugshot has not been released, so I don't know what race Curtis Zimmerman is, but listen to these clues I just told you, okay? One, it's been 24 hours and no mugshot has been released. He lost the arm wrestling match to his son and shot in the air. Then he had an eight-hour standoff with police, and he's only been charged with wanton endangerment and I don't even know if I pronounced that right, and has a $5,000 cash bond. Envy, guess what race he is? White. White. I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. Haven't seen the mugshot. Don't even know if he's white for real. I'm sure it'll come out in the next 12 to 24 hours. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, please let Remy Ma give Curtis Zimmerman the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker! are you dumb? Oh, just, just, just in, we do have the mugshot from Revolt TV. Is, 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 is he, is, are we correct? 
Somebody text me and let me know if we're correct about him being white. I'm sure we are. I'm sure he's white. But Envy, yes, I'm sure we are. Now, back to what you were saying, Envy. Yes. Your father has threatened you? Yeah, before. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes My father get, has threatened me in that if way. You, if you get out of character, yeah, he, he told me, you know, that, that, that line, I brought you in this well, I take you out this well. I heard that a couple of times. Oh, my father straight up told my mama one time, let's just kill him and get the insurance money. <laughs> but you also, you also, and I love my father. Salute to my father, Larry McKelvey. I love him. You know, therapy, you know, therapy has helped me a lot to be able to have more empathy for him because, you know, he was dealing with his substance abuse issues like this father, mm -hmm. Curtis Zimmerman, was. He was a drunk. And my father had his own mental health issues. He, you know, let me know he went to therapy you know two or three times a week at one point and he has tried 10 to 12 12 different medications my father actually gets a check for his mental health so all i'm saying i'm saying all that to say they weren't the healthiest mentally and emotionally that they could be and mm -hmm. when you're not mentally and health uh, and emotionally healthy things like this happen you probably would shoot at your son in the air yeah right that's right. all i'm saying all right well thank you for that and, donkey and we are, you're correct curtis zimmerman is absolutely white yeah. Oh, there he goes. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, just like I pictured him. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that donkey today. When we come back, ask C&E if you need relationship advice or any type of advice. You're having problems at the crib right now during quarantine, during this pandemic. Call us up. We'll help you with your problems. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. Angela Yee is out, so today we're doing Ask C&E. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is John Longstreet. John Longstreet, okay. What's up, John Morning, Longstreet? Brother. How you doing, Ken? Hey, I right, call from uh, Sykes, Missouri, 573. Y'all should come out here sometime, eat at Lambert's, home of the Fur Rose. But anyways, okay. my, my question is... Uh, you know, me and my wife, we're doing our, uh, we're having our anniversary tomorrow. And I was just seeing what I could do to keep it spicy. You know, we've been married for four years, so I'm trying to try something different. Four years. Okay. All right. You got two different married men here. You know what I'm saying? One, one yeah. is flavored with lemon cakes. The other is chocolate. So start with <laughs> well, I'm with the chocolate, cakes. so, yeah. Well, since you've been married for four years, we assume that you've uh, eaten the before, correct? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Okay, I'm just I'm just asking, you know, some, uh, yeah, some, uh, yeah. some people say, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm just I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. So so so, yeah. what are you attending to do? What are you, what are you gonna do for her birthday? Are you taking her out? Are you cooking for her? Well, like, what what, uh, what are you gonna do? We're going we're going to a cabin in Gatlinburg, so we're going to going to chill, just a little re relaxation. That's a good start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, that's got a good the start. Location location is very important. So you got the cabin. So it's just you and the wife in the cabin. That's a great start. What else? But he, yeah. he wants so to spice it up to though. He wants yeah, to spice, I want to spice it, up. it up a little bit. Yeah, just spice it up. Let me ask you a question. Have you taped yourself, well, filmed yourself having sex with your wife yet? Have, have you taped it yet? No, nah, I never did that before. Now you can do that. So you can film it since you're going to be there the whole week and you tape it, you and your wife going at it, and then y'all watch it later on. And I mean, and that'll turn you on. That'd be spicy. There's something different. But then you make sure you erase it after. That's, that's, that's spicy. Absolutely. That's how I like good idea. Me and Envy got two different approaches. You know what I'm saying? I like uh, I, I like to start with the mental 
an emotional aspect of it. You know, four years is, 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 is a long time. You know what I mean? Four years gets you through high school, gets you a bachelor's degree. And I think that you should yeah. take this opportunity in that cabin to just remind your wife how much she means to you. Um, you know, how you're the, the most blessed person in the world to have this beautiful queen by your side. And I think that when you reinforce those things in her mentally, that's going to make the sweater. And I'm not, I don't mean, I mean that in the most respectful <laughs> way possible because it's your wife. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But you, but you start yeah. with the, you start with the mind sex first, then you get to what Envy's talking about. You know yep. what I mean? Most but you gotta, you gotta use those. You, you you gotta use those that that time to just express to her how much the last four years have meant to you and how she's just your world. Now you do have a black woman, right? Ah, uh, no, she she's mixed. She white Mexican. Same rules apply. Yeah, All same right. rules apply. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, tell, hey, just, yeah. Hey, but you know, I yeah, believe, but I, I, I would definitely my, do that. I believe with my smooth with my smooth talk, I I went, I went over either way. Okay. Well, yeah, but like you said, so, start with the mental. Yeah. And then get to the physical and then enjoy it. Have some fun, you know what I mean? You know, and tape it, watch it, and then, you know, joke about it, laugh about it, and then erase it. Ah, uh, absolutely. You mind if I give a shout-out to her? Go ahead, brother. Of oh, course, okay. give a shout-out uh, to her. <laughs> Darlene, Darlene Longstreet, I love you so much, babe. You don't know how much you changed my life, but I love you so much. Happy anniversary to us, all right? Shout-out to Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy. All they do, I love watching y'all show, all right? All right, man. Good luck, man. Appreciate it. All right, y'all have a good one, man. All right, man. Don't and, let and, us down. And make sure you buy her. Make me. And make sure you buy her a Black Lives Matter T-shirt. Oh my goodness! All right. Ask C and E. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call C and E right now. 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask C and E. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit us now. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is T. Hey, T. What's your question for C and E? Hey, T. How are you? Hey, I'm okay. Um, y'all, uh, it's good to talk to y'all. Y'all remain blessed. Um, thank you for taking my question. Um, but I've been in a relationship for almost two years. Um, it's a long-distance relationship. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, my person. I haven't really been in any real relationship before was really you know taking my time to go to school you know make Mm -hmm. sure i'm bettering myself for myself um but i found someone it was literally fireworks when we first met um Mm. we immediately jumped into a relationship everything was good for the most part until a couple of months ago um when i hopped on his instagram he had an instagram live going on and i'm like who is he instagram living with and um, he's kind of like a local celebrity, um, so I didn't really think much of it. But he, I think he was probably having an inappropriate conversation with her because he did realize that I jumped on and his demeanor changed, his questions, everything was changing um, with this conversation he was having with this girl. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of weeks, well, not a couple of days after that happened, I was able to reach him and it was just, you know, still on my mind. So I just, you know, asked him, I told him, I'm not stupid. Um, and I know long distance, you're probably doing things that I don't know about. Um, he came clean and he said that he had cheated on me um, in December when we were kind of going through a rough patch. We weren't, you know, broken up or anything, but just going through a rough patch. What are you asking us this morning? First I of all, I need to know what state you're in, what state he's in. I'm, I'm in Atlanta. He's overseas. Okay. 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 And, and he's been gone and, for two years. Um, yeah, we've been going for two years, both of us traveling back and forth. So we've been making it work. 
Um, and so anyway, I guess my question is, is that I'm just in a hard spot because, you know, I'm type A personality. I fend for myself. I do for myself. And that is a non-negotiable for me. Um, but he has been remorseful and I think he does, you know, regret it, but I just am not comfortable jumping back into that relationship. And I'm just asking you guys, just as men, um, who, you know, have, you know, messed up every once in a while or, you know, in your past. Is we have something of behavior. Is this a type of behavior that you think could potentially change? Do you think I should give him a second chance? I just wanted to get your thoughts. And how long have you been dating this guy? Are you talking to <laughs> for about two years? Okay. Now, now you know who you're talking to. You're talking to uh, two individuals that <laughs> yeah. have uh, cheated and our cheaters. wives have taken just us call back. It what and it is. We have, you know, we reformed and we don't play that game anymore. Right. At all. You know, I haven't now, cheated it's, it's in four a, years. I haven't cheated it, since October of 2016. I am totally <laughs> clean. Mine is so long ago, I don't even remember that 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 date. But I would tell you this, Ma. You know, it's it's all in the person. You, you, the person has to grow. I mean, hopefully he's at a spot in a position where he says, you know what, he realizes, you know, your worth and your value and say, hey, I don't want to lose this. Like, this is somebody that's important to me. This is the best thing that's ever happened in my life. And is it worth ruining that for, for something that's out in the street that... It's not the same. No, it's not. And hopefully he understands that. And hopefully he has changed, you know. But right. for you, I would say take it step by step. Just don't let him all the way, all the way back in. You got to make sure that he has really changed and not just giving you that game and that G. Okay. okay. And, and I'm, not make, I'm not making no, yeah, and I'm not making no excuses for that man cheating. But context matters. Two years overseas. You know what I'm saying? Two years overseas, he's not seeing you. He's a man. He got needs. Just like you're a woman, you got needs. Have you been completely clean for two years? I have. I have. Well, that's and why I've women are better than men. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, I, that's, but, that's the thing that bothers me. But I why, know, I mean, he's a, he's a good guy, but that just bothers me because I think it, was, it wasn't like he's having a relationship with someone. It's literally because I'm not there. And right. I'm like, but that's no excuse. That's not an excuse. Because women, women hold their men down all the times when they get locked up for years exactly. and they hold them down. That's not an excuse. He still has but, to step up to the plate yes, and do what's right. But now, NB, we're, we're missing something here. We know black women are gods. Correct. Okay? And God is perfect. Us mere mortal men are not. And you know what else God does? He forgives. Okay? <laughs> and we repent to him. All right, we get down on mm -hmm. our knees and we say, please, God, forgive us. So being that the black woman is God, yes, you should forgive us. And it says that God looks out for babies and fools. I'm your fool, baby. <laughs> and I'm your baby fool. He, he used this I'm before I could tell. I'm your baby fool. And, and that's all I'm saying. I'm your baby fool. But, but let me ask you, has he been completely honest and did he tell you everything? He is always honest with me, except for this, like, he did tell me, but he didn't give me details. He just thinks it's one of those things where we need, need to sit down and have a conversation about instead of doing it over the phone or what have you. Well, I think you need to have that conversation because y'all are so far away. You need to have that conversation to ease your mind a little bit. Don't wait until you come see him, which could be a year from now. No, you need to have that conversation now, and then you make your decision right. accordingly. And, con okay, and listen, I once again, I'm not, I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just saying context matters. He's overseas for two years. You know, and I, and I honestly think that if it was the, the shoe was on the other foot, he probably would forgive you too, if he's really using common sense in context. And that's the part that bothers me, Charlemagne, is that I think if I did some the same thing he did to me, he would forgive me. 
Okay. And that, yeah. that bothers me because I because I know that that doesn't mean that's what I need to do because I've right. forgiven you for what you did as a Christian woman, but I'm still like that doesn't mean I have to get back with you because I I need you to show me something and I haven't that's seen true. that yet. All right. Well, good luck and keep us keep us posted. We would love to we love to hear the outcome. I will. I appreciate you, brothers. Thank you. All right. As C and E, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can hit me and Charlemagne anytime. All right. Now, when we come back, we got the rumor report. We got to talk Kanye West. Yeah, he's back in the news. Is he running for presidency? We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye West. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Now Kanye West sat down with Forbes magazine and they talked about a lot. So we'll break some of these things down. This was actually just released 40 minutes ago. Now uh, Kanye West said yes, he is running for presidency and he's running under the banner of the birthday party. Because when he wins, he says it's everybody's birthday. He also said that uh, he is going to run the White House operation, similar like Wakanda, you know, the fictional kingdom kingdom from uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Great model, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, great model. Great, great model. He, great model. He said uh, he's extremely cautious about the coronavirus vaccine. He believes they want to put chips inside of us and they want to do all kinds of things to take it where we can't cross the gates of heaven. What else? Uh, He says, when I'm president, let's also have some fun. Let's get past all the racism conversation. Let's empower people with 40 acres and a mule. Let's give them a land and a plan. He said he would like to end police brutality. He said he's against the death penalty and he wants to clean up the chemicals in our deodorant and in our toothpaste. Now, when they discussed about taxes, he said he hadn't done the necessary research yet. He says, I will research with the strongest experts that serve God and come back with the best solution. And that will be my answer for anything that I haven't researched. He also believes he had uh, contracted coronavirus in February, but said a vaccine uh, was the mark of the beast. He's also uh, professed his love for China. He said, it's not China's fault that the disease is not the Chinese people's fault. He says... They're God's people also. I love China. It changed my life. It changed my perspective. It gave me such a wide perspective. Listen, man, um, I read some of this Forbes article. I haven't finished reading it because I'm busy doing, uh, you know, our nationally syndicated radio show, The Breakfast Club. But Mm -hmm. I take it for what it is. It's entertainment. If you think this is a distraction, then you are easily distracted. I'll say this again. I said it yesterday. I'll say it a million times. None of this should even be a story. Kanye West hasn't done anything to show that he's serious about running for president. All he's done is talk and tweet. He's taken absolutely no steps to be president. He hasn't registered with the Federal Election Commission. He has no campaign platform. He's already missed the deadline in a bunch of states. This isn't even a real story. When he re- when he goes out there and actually registers with the Federal Election Commission, uh, then, then, then we can talk about this. Until then... This is nothing. And every news outlet, 
Every media outlet, CNN, MSNBC, you're all using this for your own headlines. You're all accusing Kanye West of doing exactly what you're doing. You're saying Kanye West is only doing this for attention. Kanye West is only doing this for publicity. He's only doing this for headlines. So are y'all, because this shouldn't even be a story. There's nothing to talk about here until he actually registers with the Federal Election Commission and he puts his hat in the ring for real. This is not a story, y'all. Come on, stop well, it, man. Well, I'm reporting it like it's a story. He has a running mate. I don't know if you know. Her name is Michelle Tidball. Uh, they describe her as an obscure preacher from Wyoming. So that is his uh, running mate. He also said he's taking the red hat off. He said he lost his confidence in the president. It looks like one big mess to me. I don't like that I caught wind that he hid in the bunker. So, um, Listen, man. Hmm? <laughs> Listen, once again. <laughs> It's, it's too late for Kanye West to appear on the ballot in four states. You know, the FEC is investigating false or fictitious filings for Kanye West's presidential campaign. In fact, the only uh, uh, the only thing that has been registered to the FCC though, thus far is Kanye D's n- West. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't think that y'all are voting for him. And as far as him taking the red hat off, I, I don't I don't care about that either. And the reason I don't care about that is because we know Kanye West changes with the wind. He don't like Trump now. He shouldn't have liked him back then if he was actually paying attention. So I guess he's actually paying attention now. So he realizes that, yes, as he said, Donald Trump is just one big mess. But this is just all a whole bunch of nothing. It's just entertainment. It's a man just talking and tweeting. That's it. Until he registers with the Federal Election Commission for real, there is no Kanye West presidency. And anybody reporting on this story, talking about this story, is only using it for their own headlines. They're, they're all, you're, all of y'all are clout chasing, period. All right. Well, uh, lastly, I just want to say his campaign slogan. You know, Barack's campaign slogan was, yes, we can. And Kanye West's campaign slogan is, yes. <sighs> all right, man. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'm once again, if you're, seriously, if y'all if, if if y'all are saying things like this is just a distraction, then y'all are just too easily distracted. I'm being honest with you. Like this this should not even be a story. Y'all give this energy. Y'all are giving this Kanye West thing energy. Oh, man. Period. And all right. Well, all really right. Well. It's all a waste of time. It's entertainment. We give Kanye energy. It honestly shouldn't be a story until he actually takes the necessary steps to run for president. Until then, all of y'all are just seeking headlines. All of y'all just chasing clout. Y'all doing exactly what Kanye is doing right now. God bless you all. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. I guess you're not voting for Kanye, huh? Man, shut up. There's nothing <laughs> to vote for. He has not. He's not even in the game for real. It's just all talk. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. All right. Well, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. For everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, if you haven't heard earlier, we were talking about Kanye West. He had an interview with Forbes. And he said that he's running for president. That's right. Under the banner of the birthday party, because when he wins, he says everybody wins. He said uh, he's going to run his uh, White House operation like Wakanda, you know, the fictional kingdom kingdom from uh, Black Panther. Yes, he's going to run it like that. He said he believes he had the coronavirus in February when he got sick. He said he wants to end police brutality and he's against the death penalty. He also wants to clean up the chemicals in our deodorant and toothpaste. So 
Yeah. So Kanye rest uh, said he's uh, running. And oh, yeah, he's not messing with Donald Trump anymore either. He said he's taking the red hat off. He said it looks like one big mess to me talking about Donald Trump. He said, I don't like the, the fact that uh, he hid in a bunker. So just giving you some updates on, on your guy, Kanye West. I, I got love for Kanye. I appreciate Kanye. The Kanye we have now is the Kanye we've always had. Um, when people go left, Kanye literally will go right. Um, but this this should not even be a story. He has not even registered with the Federal Election Commission yet. So until he does that, he's not running for president. So everybody that's running with this narrative of Kanye West running for president, you're literally only doing that for headlines. You're literally only doing that for clickbait. So you can't accuse him of doing things for a publicity stunt. You can't accuse him of doing things for attention. You can't accuse him of doing things for headlines when you're doing the exact same thing. You know this isn't a real story, but you're using it for headlines. You're using it for clickbait. Like, it's, 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 it's pointless. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notes, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Charlemagne, you got a, a positive note for the people? I do, man. And my positive note, uh, literally came out of one of my daily affirmation books today. I have a daily affirmation book called Your Best Life Begins Each Morning. And today for July 8th, it was Don't Become Bitter. Okay? And it says, when you go through situations you don't understand, don't become bitter. Learn to do what David did in the Bible. Just wash your face. Keep a good attitude and move on. Even if you will stay if you will stay in an attitude of faith and victory, God has promised that he will turn those emotional wounds around. He'll use them to your advantage, and you will come out better than you would have had they not happened to you. Don't become bitter. Just become better. Breakfast club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?